I think we're going into a phase where the, the teams, the companies, the businesses, the practices that, write this down, GAS, that GAS are going to win. And GAS stands for Give A... action plans phase one please write this down write this down quickly write this down for me number one what you want to be doing right now is you want to be decreasing loss of momentum now it's really it's quite tough to teach this because you all in such different phases some of you some of you have just have just some of you not just closed everyone's been closed for a little while but some of you are not fully fully relaunched some of you can still do some of the stuff that I'm going to teach right now to decrease loss of momentum. But the big thing you're trying to do is decrease loss of momentum. And the way you can do that is frequency and consistency. Write those down again. Frequency and consistency. You've got to over-deliver right now. You've got to reach out to many people as possible. You also want to be looking at your future visit stat every day. So what is that? You should, in some way, shape, or form, every day, be looking at... I want. So these are the stats I want you to look at. I want you to be looking at... How many visits you got in your schedule, in your schedule this week? I want you to know on a, every day you need to update this. On your board, you at least need to have four, four figures there. This week, next week, the week after, and the week after. That's going to put you in a hugely advantageous position as you go through this because it's all about gathering and understanding data of, uh, of if your momentum is going up. So let me give you some statistics for us. During the week, during, so we're booking about four to 500, up to 600 new uh, bookings a day. We're doing about four, 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 or four to 600 bookings a day, right? So we also know that we gain an extra 1,000 bookings for the following like two weeks, if you will, during the week. And that we also know that from the start of the week to the end of the week, it normally goes about four to 500 visits at the moment. That's very unusual for us because normally we're so booked up ahead of time. But right now, we've lost so much momentum. Everyone's been moving things around that we get, we're getting that trend. We're getting that trend. We're adding at least week on week, as I say, every day, about five to 600 bookings per day. That's not new people. That's just bookings, people rebooking, et cetera. And then throughout the week, we're adding about 1,000 visits on the, the, the next week, et cetera. So we're seeing some nice trends there, but at least you want to be looking at that. Uh, that every morning, I walk into the office. We do a little, little sales briefing, if you will with my core team here, and we look at those stats. How many, how many visits were we on this time for the following week, last week? That's super helpful, by the way. At the beginning of the week, how many visits were we on last week, this time? So we're seeing this trend of being over like 200, 300, 400. Every Monday, we two, 300 more, right? So it's all moving in the right direction. But we feel this momentum coming back. Now, there's a time in your business where there's a time in your business where you, um, things do happen a little bit organically. I always say for a practice, it's normally 300 a week, okay, for, for slightly bigger practices. Like if you're seeing about 300 a week, it's like it's, it just becomes like totally organic just about. You know, uh, reactivations even, referrals happen a lot more naturally. I always know that my goal is to get eight practices. If I can get it to 300 a week, it normally kind of um, takes care of itself. Nothing takes care of itself, by the way. There's almost nothing that's passive in the world, no matter, no, no matter what anyone told you. But I always know that that's kind of a statistic that's, that's really true for me. Next, phase one. You want to be looking at, at changing your appropriate responses for care plans. 
So let me say that again. Appropriate changes for care plans. Can your, uh, Dan, can you, see my, you still see my screen, eh? Yeah, because cool. So number one, loss of momentum. Make sure you're looking at future visit stats and you always want to be looking at care plans. Um, uh, so let me, talk, let me talk you through that. When it comes to appropriately shifting care plans, what I mean by that is if there is extreme changes in the marketplace, there may be times, so one of our students brought in an extra $10,000 in the week that COVID lockdown was announced. How did he do that? All he did was pivot and say, because of everything that's changing at the moment, we want to make it even more affordable for you to take up chiropractic care, right? And all he did was take an extra, extra 5% off or whatever it is. But it just created like, whenever you're doing something like that, I'm going to teach you that tonight. Whenever you're doing something like that, it's only really possible if you have a reason why. So one of the things that you can do is appropriately change to outside, um, if you will, forces in a way. So they bought an extra $10,000 and they paid their rental for the next few months um, just from that one strategy. So you've got to think of a cash flow driver. There are times in the business to, to pull certain strings and push certain buttons so you have cash flow drivers. Like this, this, this concept that everything should just carry on as normal, don't change at all, is just not true. You should absolutely respond to the marketplace. But while at the same time, maintain something called price integrity. Please write that down. There's a term called price integrity. Cool. Next, you should have a cancellation offer. What I mean by that is at least, the, at least a script or a plan. Right? So when you have the distressed person on the phone who says they need to cancel, you at least have a no problem. We fully understand right now being empathetic to the marketplace. And for everyone in your position, what we're doing is we're getting you in for a free catch-up or we're getting you, for a, we're getting you in for a, um, a, you know, a telehealth consult halfway through, whatever it is. By word offer, I mean just have a plan for that cancellation policy so that the number one thing you need to be doing at, at, even prior to lockdown was just get the next appointment booked. Because remember, three events missed, no events ever. This screen's going to turn off, uh, Jack. Over here. Um, so three events missed, no events ever. Cool. Next. It's all good. Next is a reactivation campaign. So I'm going I'm to specifically teach quite heavily on that tonight, is a reactivation campaign. So that you guys, um, I think that's the lowest hanging fruit I can give you right now. I just want to give you some type of strategy. So decrease, so you have in some way, shape or form, uh, decrease loss of momentum by making sure you're getting as many people booked out ahead of time and measuring those stats, appropriately changing care plans where you feel that is it, it is appropriate. Some of you might not feel it's appropriate, but it's okay to do that. Okay, next cancellation offer, at least have a script and a, and a template. So someone's just not new today, help me out there, Jack. Um, and, and, and if you're able to, if you're able to do those, I promise you'll decrease momentum, uh, decrease loss of momentum a lot, and then have some type of reactivation strategy in place. So, six-month focus, which I think is the most important thing you can take from the entire webinar, is that I think we're going into a phase where the the teams, the companies, the businesses, the practices that write this down, GAS, that GAS are going to win, and GAS stands for. Give a, I won't say it. You know what I'm talking about. GAS means actually care. So there's a concept that I was introduced to called reverse customer loyalty. 
which is absolutely what you guys need to be looking for now. So let me, let me explain to you what reverse customer loyalty is. We are always looking for customer loyalty from our customers. I think that right now is a time where you have to ask yourself this question. What are we doing for them? How are we stepping up? And I'm going to go through that tonight, today, is that what are we doing for the next six months to demonstrate reverse customer loyalty in some way, shape, or form? By the way, it can be as little as something as small as writing handwritten notes. My associates have been incredible. Handwritten notes, 50 phone calls a day. Uh, many of them, ju just, just random calls with people to make sure that they're okay. So wherever you can, reverse customer loyalty is going to be absolutely critical right now. Okay, I want to talk about the 80-20 rule. We, um, we, often say we, we often say that we, um, we understand the 80-20 rule, but I just, I just don't think people quite grasp it. So here's the 80-20 rule. The 80-20 rule is that about 20% of your customer base, in any business, by the way, your practice members, 20% of them are responsible for 80% of your turnover. So 20% are responsible for 80% of your turnover. So let that sink in for one second. Um, I know that you're probably listening to this now and you're thinking, yeah, no, you're saying, Ryan, I get it, I get it. Like, I get it in some way, shape, or form, actually. You can probably stop sharing it for a second. But you, you're thinking to yourself, I get it, Ryan. Yes, yes, yes. I've heard the 80-20 rule a million times and, um, and I get it. You don't get it. <laughs> I promise you when you go through your statistics and you look at, when you go through your statistics and you look at... Um, you look at really what your top 20% is responsible from a revenue perspective in your business, it will give you, it will, you will be so shocked. You will not believe it. I, we did the statistics over $10 million worth of turnover. That's $10 million worth of turnover. We looked at what percentage of our customers are responsible for you know, what turnover. And it was literally bang on. About 20% of our customers responsible for, it was actually like 25 or something percent responsible for 70 something percent. So why am I telling you that? Because if there's one group of people that you're going to start working with straight away, you want to start with them, right? But, and the reason I'm teaching you that is because I know for a fact, should you be contacting every single person you've ever worked with? You freaking damn right you should. But are you gonna? Probably not, because it's freaking hard. So where are you going to start? Right, if there's only one thing you take from me today is tomorrow, tonight, isolate the list, your database, your patients, on your schedule, anyone you've ever seen that form part of your top 20% highest spends. If that's all you ever did and you went deep with those people, you will, I promise you, you will save yourself. Oh, why do we say start there? It's because um, one of my greatest mentors taught me that a buyer is a buyer is a buyer. If someone's prepared to spend money with you and your service, it means they've already proven that they, that they value the thing you give. So the first place you start there. Now, should you start everywhere? Of course you should. But I know you're not gonna because, I mean, just on our database, it's 120,000 people in our database. There's no ways that I could personally reach out to every single person. But if I know that there's a, a, a short list of people that we're gonna do something extra for, it just makes it a, a, bit, a little bit more achievable. Okay, cool. Jackie can probably share a little bit more there. Cool. So what does that mean? That means going deep. That means going deep on things like Let's share my screen again with you guys. Here we go. That means going deep on things like, uh, please write this down, Loom videos. Loom videos, Loom videos. It's just a text, it's just a system that you do a video and you can send someone an email. That means going deep on texts, personal texts. That means going deep on sending people 
on sending people notes and messages on personal text, specifically two-way text. Do whatever you can. But um, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's a student of mine. He's, pro where's, he's probably on here, actually. I can't see everyone now. But um, I asked him. Um, he, just, he just actually did a post in my group today just about how well he's doing and how um, lockdown's treating him so well. He's, he's coming out with records and et cetera. And I remember asking him, you know, what is the number one thing that you got, you know, since we started working together. And he said, um, I got a story you mentioned, a story you told, and I took it to heart and it's changed my business. And the story is this. I traveled, uh, I was recently in the States, when I say recently, within the last two years, and um, I went to go spend some time or, or um, watch Damon John. Damon John is uh, the founder of, uh, you know, he was on Shark Tank, many of you will know Damon John. And, um, one of the things that when we were in the audience, someone stood up in the audience and this is live and said, Damon, like, what do you recommend you do uh, if you're going through a difficult period in your life or a funk or a challenge? And he said, um, he said, listen, there's only one thing I've ever done and it's always changed my life is if you're in a, if you're in a, in a, in a funk, in a challenge, do more 50 phone calls a day, 50 phone calls a day. And I'll never forget any, almost any problem can be solved with 50 phone calls a day. And you're thinking, wow, Ryan, that sounds like a lot. Well, really, some of, you, some, some of us make, do way more text than that a day to people. 50 phone calls a day, whether it's 50 customers you have to phone, 50 potential clients you have to phone, 50 leads you have to phone, 50 potential mentors you have to phone. And he said all he's done through lockdown is 50 phone calls a day, 5-0. 50 phone calls a day. Right. Look, the stuff I teach works, but I'm certainly not going to teach you anything. Most of the time, the stuff I teach, while there's some simple strategies, I always say that the best way to grow a business is boring business stuff. Boring business stuff. Because no, no one wants to really teach you the boring business stuff. It's the boring business stuff that makes businesses grow over time. It's the thing that's going to, you've got to do the fundamentals good. You've got to do the basics good. But really, there's nothing sexy about coming out and telling people that I've got the thing that's going to solve your business and it's 50 phone calls a day. I mean, laughed off stage, right? But it's the truth. 50 phone calls a day is going to, will save your business right now. If you start it tomorrow, 50 clients tomorrow and every day for the next 10 days. I guarantee you, you're going to do way more revenue. That's a six-figure tip in itself, right? It's 50 phone calls. And he said that's all he's done throughout lockdown, 50 phone calls a day. Every day, 50 phone calls, 50 phone calls. That doesn't mean he reaches 50 people but he makes 50 client phone calls every single day. When he wasn't able to serve those people, that's all he did, right? Hey guys, thanks for watching. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button and turn on the notifications so you know exactly when I'm coming on to give you a great tip.